Okay, welcome back to the 61st Hi guys. episode. What? Hi guys. <laughs> 61st episode of the Full Living Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Rex. Uh, what's Vlad. <laughs> so, uh, we'll start with the right. Um, we're going to introduce uh, Brother Shumley, um, founder and CEO of uh, Beyond 9 to 5. Mm. Uh, I, know, I know that has a nice little ring tone to it. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get more into it after. Uh, we have uh, Brother Cody in the cut. Uh, we have uh, Saeed in the cut. Hello, people. We have uh, Brother Eunice in the oh, cut. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last but not least, a blad. That's Somali's here. So, 61st episode, we gotta have some type of. Yeah, we told him we're gonna do a giveaway. Man. So, 61. Everybody give me money so I can do the giveaway. <laughs> Run me my coins. Run me my coins. That's a takeaway, though. A takeaway, man. But, um, yeah, how you guys, how you guys been? Good? Everybody? Good? Good. Two good, thumbs man. up. Three thumbs up. Three thumbs up. That's good. Okay. So we're going to get right into it. We do have a topic this week. Um, but before that, we're going to let um, Shumli introduce um, his, uh, his business and we'll ask him questions about it. And then, and then we'll move on from there. So, so, so first of all, tell us what um, Beyond 9 to 5 is and how, how you got started doing it. So the name is Beyond 9 to 5. Yeah. So um, I run a company called Beyond 9 to 5. The reason I started this company is to help people get out of their 9 to 5 jobs. And it comes mainly from my own experience. So as most of, uh, most of the people here went to high school here, went to college, actually didn't finish college, dropped out, started working security. And then I had a child, got married. I got married. Which one is first? Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, like things got busy. I was working as a cell phone repair technician, and I had my second child at the time. So Masha. my uh, my son, he was a baby, and then my daughter was one years old. So at that time, my wife couldn't take care of both. Obviously, it's pretty hard. Mm-hmm. So I was forced to leave my job, and I'm like, what am I gonna do now? So. Through that, I realized in order to have tree free freedom to be able to take care of your family, a nine to five won't work. So I started selling on Amazon. I started selling abayas, thobes. I started selling toys. I was doing everything. I was hustling. I was selling drugs, but <laughs> I was selling everything else. Um, so I started doing that. And then after, alhamdulillah, I became successful. Now I feel like it's time for me to teach everybody else how exactly I did it. And to give them also the opportunity to leave their nine to five and be able to make money without being constricted to a timeline. Was it like, how how'd you do it? Like the jump from deciding, okay, that's it. I'm not. Gonna I'll be honest. The main reason I was I feel like I was successful because I had to do it. If, I feel like if you're doing your nine to five, and you try to start a business on the side. Most people will fail because they don't have that pressure on them, mm. and people need to be forced to the situation to make it work. Because a lot of people, they don't like to bet on themselves and they don't have that confidence that they'll be able to make ends meet without having a paycheck coming in. This is not our, our, our fault. It's how we're reconditioned, how we're born, how our parents would think. Because if you look at rich people, they teach their kids not to, take it, not to take a paycheck. You don't work for money, money works for you. Mm-hmm. But we're all taught since a young age, work Go for, get work it. for money. Go get it. So it's not really our fault, but we have to try to change it now. Facts. I feel you 100% because I remember before I started um, towing and getting into the business of towing, I used to work as a security guard, concierge. You guys have to be a Somali person. Yeah, a classic Somali person job. Yeah. So I was doing that, 
And then I started driving for Uber. And although the, the money was the money was okay, you know, it was it was good enough where I was somewhat comfortable. And then I, I realized that, you know, for me it was like I had this this there's no success in this, there's no future in this. You know, at best you get a couple dollars raised and then from there it's like, you know, you're stuck. Yeah. You know, and for me, I had some, some, somewhat of a similar experience where I was forced out of it, right? And I, I went into towing. And then from there, it was like, okay, I can see, after I got into it and I started like, I got more experience in it, because it is difficult. Because I went from a stable nine to five job where every two weeks I can expect a certain amount of money and I plan my life around that money, you know, to somewhere where, you know, the amount of money I make depends on how hard I work. Yeah. You know, so that jump was like, it was scary at first, and it was difficult at first. But, you know, because I was forced and I had no choice, there was no choice but to, you know, remain firm. Yeah. I, want, I have a question for you guys before uh, Rex talks. I think Abdelkad already answered a little bit of what I was going to ask, but I want to ask Shami, did you ever feel like before you were forced in that position to start something beyond 9 to 5, did you ever think that you are going to uh, work a job that was not a 9 to 5 or start your own business? Or did you have that mindset? Because you know, some people, they have that mindset from young, like, okay, I want to open my own business. I want to have, I don't want to work a nine to five. That's not a lifestyle for me. I don't see myself doing that. I want to do more with my life. Not to say that anything with nine to five is wrong, but like they just want to achieve more and they feel like maybe nine to five is an obstacle. So did you and anybody else here, did you guys, do you guys feel like you've had that mindset from young? Like I want to work something beyond nine to five. No pun intended. I think definitely because in the society, Everyone is trying to be the richest person, right? That's what that's what the top epitome of success in society is. So, from a young age, everyone wants to own their own business. You know, wear a nice five thousand dollars suit, have a Rolex, drive a Lamborghini. Everyone wants that, right? And then obviously, people think that okay, you gotta have a business. You gotta be, uh, you know, you gotta do your own thing in the beginning. So, as we're all young, we all want to do that. But I think there's two things that's missing. No one ever taught us how to do that. So it always stayed a dream in our head, right? Mm -hmm. And us working security, us doing different jobs, we were never ever gonna reach that dream, but we always had that, I guess that delusion that, oh, what's gonna happen? Mm. So to answer your question, yeah, we had, I had that dream, but so I, I knew it wasn't gonna happen kind of thing. Mm. So like, when did you actually start thinking like, okay, I'm really going to start my own business and like, because you're saying that you had the mentality from a while. Like, when did you have that mentality? Yeah, I had them in, in like, from when, like, I guess high school or before, like, I started oh, selling okay. things. Okay. Like that. I was, like, I was always known to, like, Was that through, like, from, like your selling. school? Was it through you just learning no, about how to like, make money? From, or like, just... grade nine, we got bus tickets, started selling bus tickets. Ah, <laughs> high lucrative, yeah. yeah. Did you used yeah. to split them in half and, like, bend the corners and stuff? No, no, stick no, a, no, I wasn't fraudulent. A penny to that. I was an honest businessman from a young age. And do you feel like... Working, like doing what you're doing, selling, um, I, I like doing what you're doing. Do you feel like it's more fulfilling ultimately? Definitely, I in, I enjoy doing what I do. Like even to the point of like taping boxes, putting items in boxes. Usually, businessmen pay other people to do that kind of work, but <laughs> I enjoy doing that. Like the full, the, the full, the full process. Yeah. I enjoy the full process of doing it, and I, I I enjoy it more. Even though like I know doing that kind of thing, my times is better doing something else. But I actually enjoy doing that. So like I, I feel I, I guess being rich is more about being happy. Wow, do you feel like you're working when you do it? No, I don't feel like I'm working. 
Mm, you know, there's that quote like, if you do what you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Yeah. It's a deep quote. It's a little cliche, but. I think it's a little overused at this point. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. I'm just, I'm just tossing like people, up in the air. People man. use it like a lot. Like, oh, not like. Uh, like it's not like applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, I so, have, a, I have so, a counter question. I have a counter okay. question. By the way, I'm Kobe, guys. I'm, I'm late. Um, anyways, I have a counter question to like this whole thing. So you say you love working your, your job you're doing yeah. right now. So what if, like, the counter question is, do you, like. Do you see someone working for somebody else and being happy with that? Yeah, definitely a possibility that someone could be happy. So again, this all comes back to what makes you happy. If someone might be happy being, example, being a dentist, like he, that person loves teeth, for example, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way you're gonna have a your own business. It's a possibility, but most likely you won't have your own business of working on teeth unless you open your own uh, dentistry, right? Even then, you own your own dentistry. But that person who enjoys working on teeth. Even though they own the dentistry, they're still not that job. So it comes down to the person. But yeah. I guess as a majority, pe- people just don't like, like when you wake up in the morning, I don't want to go to work. People like to have that choice. And if you have a job, you don't have that choice. That's exactly. Like there's, there's all this, there's pros and cons. Right? The, you know, the con is you can't just wake up one day and say, I don't feel like working today. Exactly. Yeah. And then you have the pro. Because some people, they, they like consistency. You know, they like having a routine, they like having a schedule, something that they do on a regular basis. Because some people are not meant for, you know, to, to live beyond 9 to 5. So it's like some people are, it, it depends on how each person and how they're exactly, built. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like everybody dreams of success and everybody dreams of making it, you know, and having a lot of money. But at the same time, it's like you have, it's like, it's almost as if you have to make a choice. Yeah. And, you know, and, consistency and, or, you know, being self, self-made or you know, something fulfilling. And, and it kind of goes into the, the question or the topic, basically what this whole thing started um, is like, do you think uh, like kind of like battling the two, like nine to five or not nine to five, do you think you get rich? Do you think you'd be successful just doing either or? Or is it like, are they polar opposites? Okay, before, before we even like get into that, what's, what's our measurement of success? Mm-hmm. Are we saying money-wise? Let's say financially. Okay, financially. In order, okay, I I don't think so. And I'll say this because I'm like coming from a place where, you know, I'm part of a business, right? Every business owner will pay the people that are working for them from what they get. So they'll get a lump sum, and they'll break the people under them off. Right. So every business owner is breaking off the people under him, you know, and especially in this society and in the corporations, they're breaking off crumbs from what they're getting. So I have a question for you guys. What dollar amount would you guys consider rich? 100K, 500K, a million, 10,000? It depends 000. where you're living. Yeah, but I'm just asking you guys. I was like, what, what, if you had to put a number out there, as, um, if I have that money, Tor- I'm rich. Yeah, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. In Toronto, yeah. like rich? Like, like how much money you're rich, making? Like, or like, like, for you to feel, okay, I'm rich now. Wealthy. Wealthy? I think the lowest you can go is like 500k a year. No, I'm saying, this is the amount of money. In Toronto, yeah. Not, not, not like rich not or well-off? Like, there's the difference between Not the, the amount of yeah. money you make per year. This number in your bank account, you're rich. Yeah, you have to divide that in two because then there's like there's wealth, there's like inherited like two families, and then there's like being rich. You know, it can it can be like a whole family of people that just were working all their life, and one person just hit a lick. Whether it's a lottery, whether it's like 
a product that they're selling and they just became rich yeah but wealth is like a lot of it's inherent sometimes it's like land that yeah it's generational yeah wealth is a different ball game you don't have to worry about anything you know you have to understand like bro like we're first generation like our parents a lot of our parents they came from other like countries and stuff so I i don't think like wealth for us like I don't think we'll be wealthy. Allahu alam. Allahu alam. It's possible. I'm not saying it's, it's not possible. It's yo, yo. Let me clarify. What's wealthy to you? How much money? Yeah, how much money? He's, that's what he's asking. How? What do you think is? What? Give me a number. Yeah. Like a salary a year. I would say. I would say it has wealthy. I would say it has to be in the millions, man. It, no, it does because I think wealth it has means to you be. Don't, your, your, your kids don't wealth have to worry about is it. like yeah, like wealth kids, is kids like some. It's ongoing, like. There's something there clicking. Yeah, whether it's, the question was, I would say millions. Rich doesn't necessarily have to be millions. Yeah, we're not talking about wealthy. We're talking about rich. Okay, rich. Yeah, I would say what Kobe said. Yeah, like anything north of five hundred thousand dollars after taxes. Okay. I'll I, would, I, would, I would say two hundred k after taxes. Two hundred k. Yeah. Okay, so let me tell you guys something. So, how much? How much does an average doctor make per year? Starting, I'll say like two. Between a hundred and two hundred fifty k, depending on what they do. Exactly. Starting. How much does the average lawyer make a year? Between seventy and hundred twenty. How much does the average dentist make per year? Between eighty and one twenty, right? Mm. How much does the average judge make a year? Between three hundred to four hundred, oh, right? Whoa. Per year. Whoa. <laughs> the judicial judge, right? So my my point is that. When you guys talk about rich, it's very possible for a person working nine to five to become rich. Very possible. Mm. It's actually easy. Yeah. Right. If a doctor works for ten years, he has five hundred k in the bank. And plus, he's buying houses, buying property. Ten years, he's a millionaire. It's very easy. Right. But when we talk about wealthy, we're talking about billions. Right. Like a good example I'll give you is Jeff Bezos. Right. But look how he started. Who is he? Who is he for the people that don't know? He's the founder of Amazon, the richest man in the world. He has 160 billion dollars to his name right now. 160 billion. Half of that now. Did you say million or billion? (laughs) Billion. Million. Billion. 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 160 billion dollars, right? And how did he start? Was he born into millions of dollars? No. No. Started in his garage. Yeah, so he started like had an idea, mm. put some money into it, got So I guess we can become wealthy then, I think. So you can that. become wealthy. Yeah. All these NBA players. The first, their first generation. Their first generation, mm. some of them some of them will become wealthy. Yeah. Right? These real estate inventors, these these Amazon sellers on Amazon, these real estate people, they'll become wealthy. Right? So wealth is a real possible outcome in this environment, this generation. Mm-hmm. Right? All you need to be is have some money to invest and like Saeed said, get lucky. Right? You gotta hit gold sometimes, right? For for what? So uh, to answer you guys question, it is possible to become rich working nine to five. But now the second question is, is will you be happy doing that? Ooh. Because I I'll be honest, most of the, I, I teach a lot of courses to people who wanna sell Amazon, right? All of them tell me I'm un, I'm I'm unhappy doing what I do. Right? Just this morning I met a guy from I went to high school with he messaged me on Facebook, hey, I want to learn to sell on Amazon. We sat down, he's like, I'm, he's making like four or five K a month for a uh, university graduate straight up, that's pretty good, right? He's like, I, I hate going to work. So the money is good, but I hate going to work. Yeah. And that's why he wants to do Amazon, right? So that same doctor making hundred K, they might hate going to work, but they have the money. So that's, that's a real question. Are you happy with 
what you're doing and then the money you will make like a lot of people making 40k a year are the happiest people you ever see mm. but the people pulling 300-400k a year are the, the most saddest people I, I think personally like uh, the dollar as long as I could feed my family mm-hmm. and I, I like the job I'm doing it doesn't matter how much I'm making like if, okay. like if if I'm making enough where like I'm comfortable and like I'm not like like begging for money and my you know I can feed my family you know I'm not struggling but I love what I'm doing I'm happy with that this is this is this is not a shot to anything you said right but a lot of times I feel like we we set goals for ourselves that we know we can reach just so that we don't we're not disappointed in ourselves you know so trying to be realistic I'll, yeah we'll yeah. say you know what let me set a goal for myself that I know I can reach so that you know I won't fall short of anything so it will lower our expectations you know whether even if it's in school we'll be like you know what I'm aiming for a B because if you were aiming for an A and you get a B you sort of fell short of your expectation or you fell short of your goal so a lot of times we want to avoid disappointment so we lower our expectations of ourselves you know and especially you know as Muslims like we're supposed to do everything with Ihsan you know, we're supposed to do everything and even though we're not perfect, we aim for perfection. You know, we set standards for ourselves that even even if we think or we feel like we can't reach those standards, you know, we'll we'll try to we'll try to we'll aim for that. You know, so a lot of times I feel like, you know, even when it comes to little things like school or you know, things that we want to achieve, we'll set you know, we'll set a, a bar that's easy to you know, that's easy to reach. Yeah, but you know what a bar I think a bar that's almost it's so so hard to reach. It's not when I was talking. Bro, my point was wasn't a dollar amount. It's the fulfillment of just like you know, like yeah, being, being happy content. and like being like content. That is hard. Like just people who gra- like graduate school and be like, like like you know, they're they're not content with the degree and they're not content with the job they get after, right? Being content with that—that's the goal. Because yeah. like that's, that's more than yeah, one. Just to add something what Kobe said. So he's not married. You don't have kids, right? So you yeah. mentioned that all I want to do is be able to provide for my family. And that will make me happy, right? So I'll tell you one thing, that won't make you happy, right? Because you will not be able to make your family happy until you're happy. Number one, right? If you're going to work miserable and just getting enough money to feed your family, you're gonna, you're not gonna be a good a husband. You're not gonna be a good brother. You're not gonna be a good father, right? So I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I want to ask, like, me, what's me, the correlation me, between me, the two? I want to ask, like, yeah, yeah. After that, I want to ask, like, what the correlation is between the two? Like, let me clear for my point. I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm, that was that was actually the, the last thing I said. The first thing I said was, like, the contentness was like within myself. Like, I like what I'm doing. Yeah. Not like I hate what I'm doing, but I'm providing for my family and I'm good. So that's not what I mean. On the condition saying, you like what you're doing. I'm saying like that's also what I'm doing. Like, I'm I'm happy with because people can love what they're doing, but they're not making money. Right. Sure. I also like you know I could do that. I'm not neglecting my family, yeah. but I'm also loving what I'm doing. Like that's very I, hard I, to reach. I, 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 yeah, that's very. Hard and I'm saying that's my goal, and that's I, a hard goal. That's very hard to get. Yeah. Yeah, Love but that's the, I think that should be everyone's goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before I ask, another thing is a lot of people would like I find like are miserable when they put or they try to find contentment in money. You'll never, you'll never find it because you're never. only trying to accumulate more. You'll never feel content or satisfied. Whereas people like just as um, Shani was mentioning. They may not make that much, but they're really happy. They're very happy people, and they're satisfied with life, you know, because they most likely are finding contentment and satisfaction in something other than the money that they're accumulating, you know. But I want to ask, because that was a, that was a hot take, like what you said, like uh, if you feel like you're not, like 
Can you can you can you can you run it back one more time? I don't want to misquote you. If you're unable to make yourself happy, okay, you're you're gonna cause it's like negativity all around you. That's true. That's true. But I feel like there's a lot of parents out there that don't like what they're doing. Um, Although it's halal, although you know they're working as hard as they can and they're trying to provide a better life for their kids, and I feel like the way that they treat their kids, they'll never show their kids that side of them. That like I'm miserable or I'm like is I'm going that, through a tough is time. That healthy for that person? It's, yeah, no, 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 but no, but no, no, no. That's fine. That's another question. That's another thing. Hold on, talk about, talk about. Hear me out. Hear me out. That's that's completely fine. That argument is fine. But to say that they're gonna be a bad parent? Yeah, it's a definite. It's coming. If they're holding it back, if they're holding it back, it's not. That means they're a bad parent. No, no I don't see that. Talk, I don't see that. How many times? No. How many times did we talk about parents who have? traumas or how who, who are suffering ptsd and they pass that on to their kids yeah that comes from part of that comes from this as well right being in a i feel like we really a, gotta separate things man be having trauma or ptsd like from a war back home no, 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 that's I'm, another that's a whole about, you know what i mean like okay. we're just no, talking no, no, about I, I, you I, I, working I, you working and not being that satisfied with what you do or not being happy with yourself and that trickling into your relationship with your children I feel like a lot of parents are able to kind of separate the two and still be able to treat, love their kids and not show them like I'm, I'm, I'm going I, I agree through with a you, rough I time. when you say a lot of parents. It might be a small amount that are able to hold it back. Uh, most parents, this is like not me saying, this is general psychology. Everyone agrees with this. It's a, like a, it's a well-known thing. Okay. So that's just me making it up, you know? <clears throat> but you're right. Some parents are still able to... Uh, able to control their feelings and not, but it's a mistake to put yourself in that situation because you're playing with fire. If you're able to hold it, like what do you mean, put yourself in what situation? In a situation where you're miserable. No, but sometimes people do it out of necessity, though. That's what I'm yeah, saying. A lot of people, it's necessity. No, like, no, I, yo, I is, is it a mistake when you're forced to do something? Like, we're not talking about necessity. Who, the people who have a necessity to have a job for and they have to provide yeah. that job, that's, that's one thing. Yeah. But we're talking about people like people like us. Okay. Who we have the option of Okay, that's a different ball game. That I completely understand. But I was coming from the aspect that, hey, there, there are maybe people out there, maybe parents out there specifically. <laughs> yeah. I know, Cody's dying. No, no, like, no, I you hear me though? Like, no, I get what you're there's saying. a lot of parents out there that are like... They're working hard, and at the same time, they don't like they what don't they're doing. But they're yeah. they're put in that predicament because of their circumstances. But at the same time, they're great parents. Like there's okay. some parents, especially like in America, there's like no, let me, let me minorities. Like they it's work it's two it's jobs, it's three jobs, but they still have a smile on their face when they're looking at the kid. I'm not saying that he was generalizing to all parents, but I was saying like it's more than possible for parents to be able to separate their happiness and their children's happiness and not let the two get in between. Can I ask you a question? Does that, do you guys hear what I'm saying though? You guys no, hear I, I hear what you're saying, but can I ask Everyone's looking at me with like... No, yeah, but that, that's yo. more about the parent. That's more about the individual than like the actual situation. That's what I'm... But that's the whole point. I'm I'm the reason why I'm... The reason why I was that. saying this is because he was saying that it lead to a person being a bad parent. Yeah, and I said, really? how? For the general person, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you agree that for a father to be away from his kids 12 hours of the day is not raising their kids properly? Repeat that one more time. Okay, do you agree that, that for a father to be away from his children for 12 hours every single day mm-hmm. of the week okay. is putting his kids in a position where he can be the best father that he is? 
see that's it, it's very subjective like it's not it's not it is actually subjective. Not. it's actually not it's completely not subjective. How is it not subjective? I feel like it is. I feel like it is. Like we're, we're not talking about choice. We're not talking about. We're not talking about need and necessity. Just the simple fact that a father to be away from his kids for twelve hours every single day. Yeah, and not then, then obviously I'm gonna agree okay. with you because I'm coming from the aspect of the parents who are put into that predicament due to necessity. If we're not talking about necessity, then me and you are on the same page. You hear what I'm saying? Like me and you are on the same page. So if that's the case, yeah. Then for somebody to have, for somebody to say, you know what, I'm going to decide or I'm going to make the decision that I'm going to go and do this so that I can be a better father to my kids, so that I can be more present, right, is making a better choice. When it comes to parenting, yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's basically what that is. Yeah. No, no, I see but what you're, you're saying. No, you have to understand, like, if we're talking about a generation that has the choice... Who have, that have okay, the luxury talking, to make was, these choices where they can they can compromise a little bit of their wealth for the, the their happiness and their healthy relationship with them and their family. I completely I'm I'm in agreement with you guys, but it's just that you know like the yeah the whole like okay a parent doing a job out of necessity and that turning into bad parenting or that being well, a mistake he, is the only think, thing that me point, personally i'm like what was bad, wasn't bad parenting he was saying that negativity of the of the dislike of the job is going to enter the house and that and i'm just saying not always yeah and, and, yeah. and he most of the time because listen hey I, I think those effects they might not happen when you're younger but you, you you'll start realizing when you're older like you might not be able to talk to your dad you might not be able to have a full conversation with your mom just because they come yeah. home and whatever they're putting on the yeah. facade for, yeah. for the child yeah yeah i don't i think it's like uh yeah i don't know that 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 was a hot take man that was a hot take i remember zigo was talking about like just specifically the guy your dad's away for 12 hours you're probably not going to see him if you go to school if you're kidding you know yeah and that's objectively like the kid won't see you so how could you be quote unquote a good parent is that what i'm saying it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's it's the circumstance. It's a circumstance, and what do you? And to do that? that that circumstance. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I'm not. You can't really. That, you, but all I'm saying is, not, listen, this yeah. is not hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. No, this is not hypothetical. Yeah, this is a real life. This is, I know. We're in the hood. Everybody, yeah. Everybody that's that everybody or not. Everybody, yeah. Majority, a good majority of the people. Yeah. That have wasted their life. Mm-hmm. Majority of those people did not have positive male role models. Even if their dad was in the house, I could he was agree never with that. Yeah, you know, so yeah. that is what you're that is what you're risking, mm. right? Being away from your family that much. And when you have yeah. so, choice, that, why risk so, it? so when you have this option, when you have this choice. Yeah, it's gonna be tougher. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a lot harder, and you're making more, you know, sacrifices money yeah. wise. Yeah. But what you're doing is putting yourself in a position where you can be a good parent, where yeah. you can be a present parent. Um, I'm I completely agree I with wanna, you. I, wanna, I completely I agree like with kind you. Kind of uh, put a clarification on the question. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about like the choice between, uh, oh, like be that twelve-hour uh, day parent or be the parent where you like your job and you still have time for your kids, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you think um, following what you love and what you love doing is that is that? Um, so, what would you if you had a skill? What would you put over that or being able and you had like doing that, but really like your kids are gonna be shaking it, your 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 wife's gonna be shaking like, it, like you're, gonna li- you're gonna be living like in the hood, like you're gonna be shaking it, or like. Working that twelve hours, but like your kids are blessed. You're like you're making money. Your wife's blessed. Uh, so I think I think both both is both of them are a sacrifice. But if you had a skill, you had a skill, it is it is sacrificing. But to it's some too, people, it's, it's really not a sacrifice, I think, though. I think the answer to the question is up. What do you value more, mm-hmm. your family relationship or your family comfort? 
right? And, and there's not always not always one choice, but you could maybe there's a middle middle path. But most times, I'm, from for me, yeah. the one I'm gonna say is the one where you like. You live in the hood and you're not making I that feel much. like that question is a little unfair, yeah. yo. That's no, 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 it depends, no, bro. I'll tell you what. I'll yeah. you, I'll I'm just being honest. Time. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool. People, usually, when people say they go back home and they see people, they say they're, people are people are happy there. Mm-hmm. Like you could you could find like comfort in like places that are not like you know. Yeah. Supposed to be comfortable. Yeah. As long as you're like happy mentally, like mm-hmm. I feel like you'll be comfortable almost yeah. anywhere. Yeah. As long yeah. as you have food on the table. Eating and not starving. Like, yeah, yeah. But obviously, that's like an extreme situation. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, if I had to pick one, I'd pick that. Yeah. And I, I guess we, we took a little tangent from the from the topic. Again, this just goes to show that doing beyond nine to five is um is amazing. It is. It I'm is. serious. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is it's gonna solve all your worries. Yeah. Like, and, and do, do you, thinking like, do you outside find the box? A, like a lot more time. Like yeah, you you've I'll done both, you, right? Yeah. So my right now, I used to work before I started this business. You were, I used to work in Misago, so every day my day was like 8 to 8. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, Sunday, I'll do Uber. Right? Okay. So obviously, I'll be honest with you, for my son, when he was a baby, between uh, so my daughter when she was a baby, I didn't see her much for the first year. Right? I missed that because I was working, right? Yeah. But now, alhamdulillah, I work two days a week. Yeah. I go work on Mondays and Wednesdays. The rest of the time, it's up to me. If I want to work more, I'll get paid more or... If Monday, Wednesday is not for me, basically. Yeah. Right. After that, it's my choice whether I could work more or spend time with my kids. So I'm at that point where I have enough time to make choices, and that's yeah, yeah, the main that luxury. Yeah. In a business where you have a choice mm-hmm. to spend time with your family or work more, and that's yeah. also people can't handle that choice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people get rich and they go further from their family yeah. because they want more money. Exactly. 10k is not enough anymore 20k is not enough anymore they're only making 30-40k a month mm-hmm. when you don't really need that much but once you're in that cycle you want more and more and more and more, yeah. more and forget the reason why you started and, yeah. and in terms of uh, so like it sounds like you're in a good situation now yeah. mashallah but in the beginning were you like making money from jumper were you like taking Amazon? no so like the first year I'll tell you um, like for me and Amazon so the first year uh, I sold $200,000 worth of items on Amazon but I made zero dollars I didn't make a profit Wow! I lost money bad investments some people scammed me one guy actually I took his Amazon course paid six thousand dollars six thousand dollars bankruptcy he cut right some white guy in BC right <laughs> so this kind of things this kind of things happen right oh my and then so first year I didn't make money and then I was like really I was stretching right cuz I'll be going out every day to get inventory but I wasn't seeing the profits really right and that mm-hmm. time I was living with my in-laws in their basement. So alhamdulillah, you have to pay rent or anything, but I was, I was shaking at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's like the kind of struggle you have to go through when you start a business, right? People think it's very easy, the money comes in right away, but you have to be able to squeeze, feel, feel that squeeze. I was like, I was in overdraft. You guys know how that is, right? Oh. That overdraft. So, yeah, but now alhamdulillah, I'm out of it now, but still, I still feel that squeeze now, right? Then the second year, I did 500K in sales. I made about 100K in the second year. Right? So now this year, I'm aiming to make a million dollars in sales. I'll probably make around three, four hundred k this year. Right? So, but that's a, you see the progression slowly. Yeah. The progression. Yeah. Like I remember, like and you know, to add on to what you're saying, when I left, um, I was doing security and and Uber. When I left that and you know got into business, I remember like I was looking at my paychecks and I'm like, yo, I was making more money doing security. Like, what is this? You know? And like I was taking L's, like just constantly. I, did, I felt like I was doing two steps forward, one, you know, one step forward, two steps back. 
You know, I was doing that, I was doing that. And I'm not gonna, for me, it took me, I wanna say a good year, almost a year and a half before I was, okay, now I'm in a position where I, I look back and I'm like, okay, you know what, I'm, that's something I'm never gonna go back to. You know, I, I, had, I made the, the, the tough choice, you know, in the first year of letting my security, my security license expire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first, the first year I renewed it, you know, after the first year I was like, you know what, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I I'm gonna like, let it expire. I feel like if you renewed it, you wouldn't be doing tow truck and stuff. <laughs> if I would have back to security. <laughs> no, but the first time, yeah. the first time it expired, I renewed it. Yeah. The second time, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go all in here. So when you renewed it, it was just like a backup, like just in yeah, case. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna I, be I there. still had yeah. that, you know, that idea, like, you know what? I, I might not stay here for long. Yeah. So it's risky, Piot. Uh, so yeah, I have a question about um, if the f- the the work that you have to put in in the beginning stage and throughout the whole process of owning your own business, if it's worth it in terms of the freedom that it provides, you know? It's definitely worth it. Because the thing is, you're going to put, be putting that work anyways for a different company, for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So the main, the main things that people come to me when they want to start their business is number one, I hate that someone's taking the like fruits of my labor. Mm. Like I'm working hard and all I'm getting is money. Right, they're getting this because obviously when an employer employs you, they're making money off you. Otherwise, they wouldn't hire you. For sure. So you're maybe they may be paying you fifteen dollars an hour, seventeen dollars an hour, but they're making thirty dollars off you. And every single business period, they make money off you, right? Unless you're working for charity or something like that. So it's definitely that's number one that your fruits of your labor now is going to yourself when you own the business, right? So at the end of all, you still have something. When if you work for a company. You'll get your paycheck. If they fire you, your paycheck's most likely gone. You spent it already, so you have nothing. Yeah. So in, in that, most people yeah, don't have in that case, it's definitely worth it. You go through that struggle to get, in, and then don't mention the money you get after. Exactly. Right? The, the money that's coming in after, you're enjoying the money, enjoying the fact that it's coming in without you doing much work. Mm-hmm. That's, that's also a benefit of that. And then it leads back to basically time being more valuable than money, right? Exactly. Because if they take the paycheck away from you, the time that you put in... Yeah. Exactly. And I, I guess another problem that people have is when you work in this mentality, you put a dollar amount to your time, which is not correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't value your time at any dollar amount, right? Time can only be traded for value, not money. Mm-hmm. Right? So like a lot of CEOs, you see them doing like some small things like going to somebody and talking to them because they understand that that relationship, that value that they're getting is priceless. When you see a lot of people, like a lot of young CEOs, young young investors, they won't even talk to other people because they think, okay, in my, in my head, my money is worth $700 an hour. I'm only going to do something when they pay me that much, which is incorrect. And like, that's a result of them working a job because you're used to your time being valued at X dollar per hour. Exactly. And then, but also too with that is that you realize that the, um, the freedom that it gives you is worth all the money that a player could give you. Exactly. exactly. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like um, it's it's only gonna you know like you obviously don't yeah. know, but you feel like it's only gonna so get better. So definitely, I'm at the point right now. I'm trying to re- uh, create multiple sources of income. Right. So the first, as a as a entrepreneur as a business, the, in the beginning at the initial stage, you save up money, right? You save up and save up and save up. And then you invest in different things, right? So you might want to create a, two other businesses that bring you different kinds of income, and then you're set. So once you have multiple sources of income, you no longer need savings anymore, right? As an employee, 
you only have one source of income that's why they tell you save six months of salary in case you get fired but when you have multiple sources of income you don't need no savings because you have multiple opportunities to make money and that's that's the real goal and i remember reading somewhere that um the average millionaire has six different sources of income i don't know if there's truth in that but it basically it makes sense according to what Shami just said. So yeah, just want to because like having savings is is, is obviously a, a good thing and people should save their money. But um, sometimes like uh, putting your money in other places to kind of like letting your the idea of yeah. letting your money working for you is like something. But if, but then again, it's like that whole idea of saving money is it actually a good thing? You know, saving money. Yeah. Or is it just something that they put out there to keep you in that mentality of just being locked into a nine-to-five? Yeah, because saving money is actually a risk. Number one, when you save money, it's only decreasing because of inflation, right? Every day goes by, your money, the value of money is less. So number one, is decreasing. Number two, it's risky. Or you have the money in the bank or even you have it at home. Someone can steal it, it can get damaged. Something can happen to the bank, it's risky. There's, there's no two things, so it's negative. But the reason they want you to keep it is because they want you to feel that this money is your security, which is not true at all. Right? Fifteen, twenty thousand dollars can go away in one day. You might have an emergency hospital expense, something might happen, CRA might come after you for like ten years ago. <laughs> you know, something like that might happen and then that money is gone, right? So money is not security. So you gotta get that out of your mindset, right? So like a lot of these financial things I learned is all about mindset and how you look at it, right? Let me ask you guys, is a million dollars a lot of money? If you had a million dollars in today, your account, no, it's not, would, you, would, you, would you retire? No. Right? No. A million dollars, if you look at it right now at your guys' age, by the time you're 40, 48, you'll be bankrupt. You have zero dollars. If you account your monthly expenses every month, you around $4,000 a month or $3,000 a month. By the time you're, I think, late 40s or early 50s, all the money will be gone. Just to show you how little money a million dollars is nowadays. Right, so just to give you guys that perspective, because when I was growing up, I thought like $3,000 a month was amazing. You're living. You're living, <laughs> right? And it may be still the case that you're living, right? But when you get into a higher mindset, $3,000 is nothing. Yeah. $10,000 a month is nothing. Also the time And then too, the like- other thing that it makes you feel like, why am I getting all this money? Because it's unachievable. You think about, okay, I'm going to work, I'm going to make $20,000 this month. Like, there's no limit. And then you kind of feel like a little depressed too because you feel like I'm chasing an endless goal. If you have money as a goal, you're going to feel kind of sad because you're never ever going to reach your goal. There's always going to be more money. There's always going to be more money. Yeah. I, want, I want to ask a question. I want to ask specifically, Shamli, where do you draw the line or where do people who want to invest with their money, where do they draw the line between... Um, having some risk in their life or just you know um, being open to risk versus stupidity because I feel like there's some people out there who don't really know how to draw a line in between and they'll just take all the money that they've they've saved up maybe let's say for like five months and invest it in one thing and then they'll just crash on them or just it'll be everything's a risk no true but like where do you draw the line like like when at what point can you afford risk is what I'm trying to say that person described is me that's what I did I will save up three or four months of money I invest all. If you ask me right now, I literally have three hundred dollars in my bank account. Everything, all the rest of the money I have, it's invested in different things, right? Because I'm a one, I, I'm a risk taker, right? And that's why I grew very fast because I was willing to take risks. Scary. 
Right? Yeah. Because that, again, it's a mentality. <laughs> like, what's gonna happen if you're broke? What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? You're not gonna you're eat. You get welfare. Your family's not gonna. You're not gonna starve. It's 2019. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what's, what's the worst thing that can happen? You gotta think of like like that. It's not like 20 years ago. Like, in this day and age with the internet, like anyone can put together $1,500 a month. Kijiji, manual labor, Uber, whatever, like cash jobs, you'll get the money somehow. If you have that confidence in, my, in yourself, like right now, if you take away everything I have, all the money I have, all the jobs I have, all the opportunity I have, I know I'll still be able to make enough money to make ends meet because I have that confidence in myself that I'll bring that money. Yeah. And that's what makes me take all that I see money. But I think I kind of the, the question kind of went above the head. Like what I'm asking is when does a person... Um, does it work? What is it that you will like... Like when can a person afford risk? When they can? When can they be like, okay, now nah, at this point, I can invest like X amount into this type of business. Or what, I can, so are you, are you talking I about how invest. much to invest? Or are we talking about? Yeah, money? yeah, like how much to invest? Does a person invest all of their money? Do they it's, invest it's, a portion it's, of it's their a money? Very relative question. It is based on it yourself is. because it's it's all about your values. Example, you say okay, you say example, you have five thousand dollars in your account, right? And say your expenses every month is $2,000 a month. And say, example, you're married and you have a child. Right? Okay. So if for you, what's risk? Is risk not having $2,000 in the account to pay expenses? In that case, invest at 3000 It's all about what is risk to you. It's, in the, it's an individual question. Yeah. Right? So like to answer your question, you analyze your own life, mm-hmm. your own needs, your own bills. Yeah. And then you create the number from there. Okay. But if you're like me, I'll do everything. I'll, I'll risk everything and I'll... <laughs> For the whole 5000 <laughs> Yeah. I'll put, I'll, I'll put 6000 <laughs> No, I hear you. <laughs> yeah. No, some people are willing to take those risks, to be honest. Yeah. That's, and then like, all, like, look at all the really successful people. There are people like that who dumped everything in. They went all in and those that because if you want to get wealthy, successful, you gotta be willing to go that, that go that route. Yeah, I don't know if I can invest. Yeah, again, this, like, this I thing. I don't know, man. Yeah, I know, I know. Some people are, are point. built for it. Yeah, yeah. Some people are yeah, built yeah, like they facts. can go ahead and just throw everything in yeah, there. Yeah, it really is need, a mindset. Yeah, some people need that consistency. They need to, you know, just have that, that confidence that, in their, yeah, their that stability, their goal, and yeah, in right, themselves. Some people, some people are not built to be. And I'll be honest, people who grew up poorer. It's easier for them to do that because they know what it's like to not have anything. Because it's like they came from the bottom, so if they go back to the bottom, it's whatever. I, yeah, I, yeah, I live this life, I can do yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's like yeah. I feel like a part of your your confidence with uh, when it comes to risk, uh, it it comes from your track record. You see what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like it comes from the the success that you've had in the past. Like every month, you know that you clear like X amount of this product, X amount. So you know if you invest. A big portion it's still gonna come back whereas let's say for example a person who has never invested before you see what i'm trying to say like yeah, like, see, like yeah. it's not it's not that, really the same yeah I, I, I guess i'm talking about like uh, when i first started in the beginning right when i yeah. first started in the beginning yeah the feelings i had mm-hmm. like everyone around me was telling me don't do it don't do it my yeah. wife my mom <laughs> my, my daughter could talk she probably the same yeah, thing yeah right but I just did it because I knew I was comfortable with doing it. Yeah. And I just did it. Yeah. You know, but I, I, sometimes I lost money. Like, the, you know, sometimes I lost a lot of money. But like, that guy that scammed me for six thousand, because like, yeah. I had that guy all the money I had, and he ran off with it. Right. So yeah. I get, it's not for everybody about the whole risk. Thing, yeah, 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 yeah. But 
definitely the if you keep doing it it's gonna pay off yeah yeah makes sense, makes sense. i'll be a good gambler for so long a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people are scared to leave that comfort zone you know what i mean so i feel yeah. like it's a hit or miss with like poor people either leave yeah. they're too comfortable they want to leave that or they're willing to take that risk because they fall back there where they started right their default yeah like even now just listening to shamley speak i'm realizing that like i always thought of myself as being a risk taker but now i'm realizing like i'm not even like not even close, you know? <laughs> you say you were willing to hug that idiot for a month, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I hold that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I feel too, I was little, it's like, um, like, I feel like with the whole business thing, it's like, L's are just inevitable. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, and the whole thing about risk too, like, a lot of people come, to, older people come, come to me, like one brother, he came to me, he's like 35, like, I want to hang out with you because I feel like I'm a wimp and I don't take risks. Uh, he's like, I want to sort of chill with you for a little bit. You know, <laughs> he's literally like that because he's he's so scared to take risks. You gotta charge him. Bro. Yeah, so I you know something I gotta bill him. You know, for my time. But <laughs> but the point is that you're not gonna be successful in business if you're not taking risks. Risk, number one, yeah. right? And the thing is that a lot of people come to that do Amazon courses with me. If they're not able to take risks, they don't like achieve. Like example, I probably taught 30, 40 people how to sell on Amazon. Probably three people are doing it full time now because they're at that point where they're able to take that risk, right? And even those people who are at that point, they probably won't get to the next level of Amazon, right? Because there's a couple of levels. First level is you're there, you're doing it part time, you're making one to two K a month. Next level is you're making four to five K a month and you quit your job. Next level is you're making 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 K a month. And now you're a corporation running a business. And next level is when you're pulling millions of dollars a, a year. In profit per, uh, per, per year right so there's levels to this some people will never make that jump because they're too scared to take that risk and that's how it's always gonna be but then that's where it comes back into what we we're talking about earlier about like that's why I asked about saving money because I feel yeah. saving money is a defense it's like a mechanism to keep people locked into that yeah that de- slave mentality where it's, it's definitely kind of like like, you know? like I, I never understood saving money ever like I always tell my parents my in-laws like why are you saving money like it's not benefiting you sitting at home or sitting in the bank why are you I, I never understood saving money at all yeah right? I understand you're saving it for a rainy day but okay rainy day comes use the money now what you have to reset right? again and like it's, it's, you're just keeping it it's keeping you in one place it's keeping you at a job it's keeping you in a position in life you're not gonna, never going to relieve that because you're locked into that point did you read um, Rich Dad Poor Dad uh, I, yeah I read part of it yep. <laughs> but I watch a lot of his uh, YouTube videos and he's that guy is very aggressive which one uh, uh, the guy Robert Kiyosaki the guy yeah. He's very, very aggressive on this point. He'll call people who work a job together losers. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> yeah. Talk to you guys like that, you know? But like, because he never grew up in like us, so he doesn't know like the need to do it. Mm-hmm. And so people up on the top, billionaires, they don't understand that some people can't they, leave that because yeah. they need to, you know, the dad's not here. They have siblings. They have to work that job to get the money because it's the you money. You have to start somewhere. Yes, and but if you understand that, the biggest thing is you can't be afraid. It's hard to say, but... Like, I, if I was afraid of not being able to provide for my family, then I would never grow. But you have, to con- you have to have that confidence in yourself, and no matter what, you're going to bring that money in. Because mm-hmm. I feel sad, my bad. No, no, go it's ahead. the biggest risk, and brought to another chip, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, took, we left, we kicked out your mark. Yeah. He's pissed, he's moved slow to us, but we got the chip. Kawhi's gone, but it's what it is. <laughs> no, and there's, there's, everybody does, everybody's different, right? For some people, they don't have the ability to, like, Throw, throw themselves like or throw everything at, at one you know project or one investment or whatever 
But at the same time, like from looking at it for myself, I feel like, you know what, if I put my trust in Allah, you know, and I know that whatever income that I was gonna make is already written for me, you know, then there's no point in me being afraid of that jump. Of, of taking a risk. Of taking yeah. that risk, you know? So I, a lot of times it's like, you know, you, you hold yourself back by thinking that I have to provide, you know, as if the provisions are in our, our own hands, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, like, what I, the biggest lesson that I take from this is like, I'm not the provider. I'm just the means of the provision for my family. Yeah. You're just the one who puts forth the action yeah. to get toward the end goal. But I feel too, like, obviously, like, saving money, like, at least it's understanding that saving, the concept of saving money is like, to keep you locked into that mentality. But it's not like everyone here is going to be like, okay, we're not saving no more after this conversation, you know? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we're going to save, but we get to the point where obviously we understand that and then we move take the jump to I guess get to the point where you don't need to save no more money you know yeah, I guess maybe the last the last thing we could say is what kind of advice would you give somebody that might want to take that risk or might might be afraid to take that jump from working that 9 to 5 and leaving leaving the 9 to 5 first advice sign up for my course yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay like uh just to get that out of the way, I have a course coming up next month, mm-hmm. teaching people how to sell on Amazon. Sure. So I mentioned, alhamdulillah, we have a lot of success stories and a lot of people who got out of that point. But I mentioned, the only way you'll be successful at this course is don't be scared and work hard, right? Don't be scared to take risks and work hard. The last piece of advice is have that mentality. I know it's kind of hard. If, if you told me this when I was working security, I probably wouldn't believe you, right? It's, you have to, a lot of people have to be forced in that situation too get get to uh, get out of the situation. I'll tell you that people who grew up in the hood, people who grew up in Regent Park, they have a lot more skill and fire in them than people who don't. You guys have to use that fire, use that skill, use that experience, and you'll do much better with money than the rich people right now. If you guys had a hundred million dollars each, you guys would be making billions. But you guys don't have that yet. So if you guys work to that point where you get that, you will become wealthy. Inshallah, inshallah. And where can you find your course and all that? Yeah, where can you find so all stuff? I'm on Instagram uh, at beyond nine to five. Uh, I have a logo up there. It's like a clock nine to five. Yeah. So we'll, inshallah. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll post we'll post your, your account. Okay, and, exactly. And yeah. we'll, we'll share we'll share it all. But yeah, we, we really appreciate you coming in. I learned a lot in this yeah, conversation, sure. and I hope and I, I'm guessing everybody else did too. But did, but thanks did. a lot, you know, for mm-hmm. sharing uh, your story and everything, and, and we really appreciate it. So I guess we're going to sign off. Thank you guys for speaking. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. See you guys. Oh, shout out to G6 in the last five minutes. I came in at the last second, but I just want a big shout out to, to Shamley for having that uh, dedication to show everybody else that uh, it's very possible to do this. MashaAllah. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. See Bye. Ya.